Welcome back, everyone, to the Six Pennies podcast. Today we have myself, Albert, and Mock on the line. How are you doing, Mock? What's up? What's up? Ready to talk some baseball with that Timmy? Yeah, no Timmy here, so we're going to definitely talk about baseball. I'm excited. Okay, so we before we get into baseball and the wild card races like that, we just want to give a quick shout out to Derek Shaw and Farmers Insurance. They are our presenting sponsor. Uh, so don't be caught unprepared the next time there's a flood or hurricane or if you're in a car accident. Get a home, life, and auto insurance quote today. So that's a free quote, free consultation from Derek Shaw. You can call him at 214-729-6462 or check him out on his Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Derek Shaw Insurance. That's D-E-R-E-K-S-H-A-W Insurance. And if you mention Six Pennies Podcast to him, he'll give you a pretty amazing discount. I know a couple of our listeners have already taken advantage of that, so... Yes, All sir. right, yeah, so let's go ahead and get started. So I, I just want to go through the di- division leader. So we're talking right now on Thursday, September 21st, uh, late afternoon before the big slate of games is tonight. Um, but I just want to go through the division leaders and then some of the teams on the wild card race. How does that sound? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Baseball, man, this season has dragged on so long. <laughs> but it, I, I do have to say that it's feels very rewarding at the end of 162 games when you make the playoffs though yeah yeah there's there's that and i mean i I don't know if i should say this but i'm slowly getting back into sports betting so my knowledge of baseball is like at its peak for 2017 (laughs) right now (laughs) yeah you got two weeks left yeah okay so let's let's start with the national league uh in the east we have the nationals at 92 and 59 sitting at first place how do you feel about their team, and what do you think their chances are in the postseason? They're they're kind of sneaking in there. Um, there was a lot of hype at the beginning of the year. They had a really good start, obviously, uh, but their bullpen was always the issue. But they shorted it up. They they went out and got three quality arms at right at the deadline there, including Justin Wilson, who I know uh, a lot of other teams, including the Astros, were really high on and trying to get him as well. Uh, but Washington looks good. Uh, the wild card, I did not know until just now that it's that close, though. Yes, yeah, so Washington looks good. I know Strasburg has been on fire recently. I think he yeah. has, like, 25-plus scoreless innings, which is kind of absurd if you think about it. And then yeah. Bryce Harper, he's actually he's actually been hurt. He hasn't even been playing since, you know, a couple months ago. So I think they're about to get him back, and they're prime for this postseason run. And, I mean... As a caveat for all these teams, right, the reason why we're feeling a little more confident about them is because the Dodgers just lost, like, 20 out of 25 games. And so yep. they're sliding fast. And we'll, we'll go – yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the Dodgers now. So in the West, we have the Dodgers at 96 and 56. They're still in first place. I think they're still at a 100-win pace. But how do you feel about them now versus three months ago? It, I've – it's, it's about the same for me. I was never that high on them. Um, I, I just think everything was going right for them for the regular season. Uh, I think you can make a comparison to them with like the 73-9 the Warriors team. In the regular season, just everything was going right. All yeah. the buzzer beaters, like ninth inning comebacks. Uh, I think they had one like back-to-back-to-back games, or it seemed yeah. like it at least. Yeah. But I think everything kind of regressed back to the mean Obviously, Kershaw being out has hurt a lot, uh, but they're kind of learning where they're at now, and, and 
they're only a couple games, a couple games in the loss column ahead of Washington. So they're back down to back down to earth for the most part. I love how you say regress to the mean. Are you John Hollinger or something? <laughs> Am I? That's just another way to say the law of averages. <laughs> You know, you know who used to say that all the t- all the time as a basketball player, like in his interviews. Who? Shane Battier. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, yeah, I agree with you on the Dodgers. Um, I think the last time we talked about the Dodgers was during the trade deadline, and they had just we broke that news about you, Darvish, and it was like yeah. really big deal, and ends up being like a, a huge flop so far. I think he's only had two wins since being traded to the Dodgers, I think his performance since going to LA has cost them maybe upwards of like 50, 60 million on his new contract coming up. But um, it's crazy. Like I, as a Texas Ranger, I definitely do not want him back anymore two months later. Wow. At yeah, all? At all. Like whatever price it is, I don't want him because I think he's just not that guy. But but I thought he would be like a BOGO deal. Like you get the... Uh... The Japanese Babe Ruth with them. Otani, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think Texas has enough money to get him anyways. I think uh, he's going to go to New York or L.A., but yeah. yeah. All right, so let's move on. Um, Chicago Cubs, first place in the Central Division. Um, they are barely hold, holding off the, the Brewers. The Brewers are about three games off first place, but Cubs 84 and 67. How do you feel about their chances to repeat? I don't like them at all. Um, then again, I didn't really like their chances last year, but they had a magical postseason to get to where they got and to finally win it all in Game 7. Uh, a lot of things went their way last season. I just don't see the same kind of magic this year. Um, I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit last year, maybe not on a pod per se, but definitely in person. We talked about the Cubs and how they're... I mean, everyone loves cheering for the Cubs or rooting against them, but they... Their roster up and down. They're young, but they're not that good. Like you're not a, a big over, you're not overrated. a big Chris Bryant guy, right? Yeah, I'm not at all. Yeah, um, I he's he's good. He's he's better than Rizzo, but I mean, he, I don't <laughs> see him as as one of these like top 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 guys. Like Man, he's, you hate the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I just. Just saying, just telling it like it is. Yeah, like, no, I, I agree with you. So the yeah, team that same, they're... Same thing with Addison Russell, very overrated. Yeah. Like, I just don't see the hype. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's no Francisco Lindor, that's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and, the, and their pitching has gone way downhill this year. It's because of John Lester. He's kind of regressed. Right. I think that's maybe because of age. And then Jake Arrieta, he had like a magical season last he's, year. He fell off the map. Yeah, man. no way he could have duplicated that this year. So that was that was kind of already like in the works right right all right so the team that they are fighting in the central is uh the brewers i want to mention the (laughs) brewers because the brewers the cardinals and the rockies are all vying for that last wild card spot so the diamondbacks are basically in it already so the the race right now is for that second spot out of those three teams who do you think will make it and then who do you think will will win it oh man I so Rockies, Brewers, and Cardinals. To be honest, this is my first time even looking at the National League wild card. <laughs> Jeez, and I am shocked that Milwaukee is up there. Um, I did. I had no idea they're still ten games over five hundred. I thought they completely fell off after the midway point because they had the lead at the All Star break, and then within the first week and a half, they surrendered first place back to the Cubs. Uh, Milwaukee. I just feel like they're still. 
they're they're headed in the right direction. They've made a lot of good moves, uh, very savvy moves, thinking about the future. And I think they're still at least a year away. They, they're a lot like the Yankees to me in my mind. Like yeah. they they're a year ahead of schedule. Uh, but it's great that they're ten games over right now and they have a chance. They're yeah. one game out behind the Rockies. Uh, I'm I'm a big Rockies guy. Um, I think that, that part of that goes because I've been scarred so many times in my past as an Astros fan by the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. So Cardinals, they're they're not quite like Kansas City Royal level in terms of being done done with this current squad, but it just feels like they're past that peak. Um, and Colorado, I think, is right there at their peak right now. Um, and I'm a big Nolan Arenado fan. He's, yeah, how can you not be? Yeah, he yeah. he is a beast. Quietly, Charlie Blackman, 35 yeah. home runs, batting 331. He is an absolute beast this year. Um, I, I want to go back to the Brewers. The reason why they're back in it is because they've won, I think, nine out of their last 11 games. Oh, um, nice. And so, yeah, they're, they're on fire right now. They're playing the Pirates tonight and pretty much can pencil that in as a win for them. And um, it's going to be an interesting race. Uh, I think just because, I mean, both of us are American League. We follow teams in the America, American League. And so right. we understand that the wild card race in American League is pretty heated. But I think it's going to come down to the wire in the National League as well. Yeah. I, I, I kind of hate that. You remember, like, <laughs> we would always talk about how Bud Selig, we both hate Bud Selig, right? Yeah. And we were talking about how he was so lucky because – like the last couple years of his, um, I don't even know what you call it, his rule, his reign, his commissionership, is, is that a word? Yeah, uh, we'll make it, it a like, word. Yeah, the regular season always came down to the last game, and I remember that one game, it was the like Red Sox, Red Sox <laughs> and had the Rays with like a ninth <laughs> inning homer, Yeah. Uh, and I was like, man, it's so lucky, like this season is way too long, but he still gets lucky that it literally comes down to the last game, but it looks like it might come down to it for both leagues this year. Yeah, and I think the uh, addition of the the you know the fourth wild or the play in wild card team it just right. it's because of that right. But yeah, yeah, going back to that Red Sox Tampa Bay's game, I just remember you have a Facebook post about it, right? Yeah, we were. Go- I, I remember I was on G Chat and I was talking to you and like the five other people in the world that follow baseball, and we just went nuts yeah. after that Tampa Bay game. It was ridiculous. It was- it, it was like in the it. middle of the day. It was like a <laughs> noon game that ended at like 3.30, and somehow we're all watching the game. <laughs> yeah, it felt scripted. It was like better than a movie. I just couldn't believe it. All right, so let's let's jump over to the AL, the league that we're more comfortable with. We'll yeah. start with the East. Um, the East is usually run by the Red Sox and the Yankees, yeah. um, and it's no different this year. The Red Sox are 88-64, and 64, sitting in first place. But I don't know about you, Mock. For some reason, I'm not worried about the Red Sox at all. Yeah, I, I've said it before. I said it all year. Like I've never been worried about the Red Sox. They went on a crazy run this year too. Um, they won like 12 or 13 straight, and they're creeping up on. This is when the Astros were in first place, and they're creeping up on our record. But I, I told everyone like I'm not. I'm only scared of Cleveland. Like Boston just doesn't have it for me. They have one pitcher. They have Chris Sale. He's elite. He's probably going to win Cy Young. He has a chance for MVP as well. Uh, but other than that, outside, like starting pitching wise, who are you scared of? Yeah, it's, Not just, David Chris, Price, right? it's just Chris Sale for yeah. sure. Yeah, so it's good that you mentioned the Cy Young. So I actually think Kluber is leading that race. And Chris, you think so? Yeah, I think Chris Sale is number two. 
Kluber, who plays on the Indians, uh, they yeah. are far and away, in my opinion, better. I think they're the best team in in all of baseball. That includes the Dodgers. Um, yeah, they're in the central. Right yeah, yeah, they're in the central. They're sitting at ninety five and fifty seven. Um, I know you're worried about them being an Astros fan, but why? Why particularly? They, they're like a carbon copy of the Astros, except their pitching is, um, maybe not in terms of name wise, but their overall pitching staff is much better, or not much better. It, it's better than the Astros relatively. Uh, I would take Astros offense more, but we all know when it comes to postseason, also it's all about pitching, and they have like three or four quality starters and their bullpen with Andrew Miller, not even Andrew Miller isn't even their closer, but he, you can stick him in anywhere and he gets the job done. So they're they're good and their offense is it's picking up and it's healthier than it was last year. So yeah, so with that, I just piggyback on Cleveland and why I think they're so good. Um, that bullpen is a weapon. I think it's yeah. like by far, far and away the best bullpen in all of baseball. Yep. And then you have uh, Francona, who who feels like it just seems like he never makes any mistakes, and he always makes the right moves. I don't know that that could just be the talent of his players, but that that team is like primed to win yeah. the next like two or three years if if someone else doesn't get lucky, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, that's a really good call you made with Francona. I think, especially growing up, before I, um, I guess I was more of a casual, not casual, but before I knew better, like, I thought managing a baseball team was super easy. Like, anyone could do it. You stick anyone in there, and uh, it's all about the talent. But now that I realize, you know, baseball as a sport is much more nuanced than that, I'm, like, yelling at the TV when A.J. Hinch, the manager of the Astros, like makes a call or, or makes a switch that I don't agree with and ends up costing us the game. Uh, I see that Francona is a weapon too. Uh, Francona, yeah. he, he just he's just wise. Like he, he knows what he's doing. He has the experience there, um, not just with the Indians, but also um, you know going way back. He, I mean, he's 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 definitely Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's he's definitely Hall of Fame. So I've been watching. Uh... The last couple of nights watching Indians games against the Angels because they've been yeah. on ESPN. Yeah. And um, I am thoroughly impressed with Francisco Lindor. Like, yeah, man. Did you, did you kind of see the highlight from last night? Maybe not. Uh, he hit a homer? Yeah, no. so he, he, yeah. He, he was talking trash to the Angels catcher. Like, oh, yeah. The entire at-bat, right? Like, I just did not see this. Yeah, okay. just looking back, yelling at him. And the catcher was, like, obviously clapping back at him. And then the pitcher threw a fastball right down the middle. Lindor hit a two-run shot to take the lead. It was like maybe top of the eighth or top of the ninth. So it was like a really clutch home run. And the entire time he's running around the bases, he's just yelling at the catcher. And it was like amazing. <laughs> oh, it was man. amazing. Like, I did not catch that. I, yeah. I need to check that now. Yeah, it was, it was re really cool to watch. All right, so let's move to the West. Um, this is where both our teams reside. Uh, yep. The Astros, they've been in first place since day one. I know they have their ups and downs, whether it's injuries or just poor play, but they're still in first place. They are still a legitimate contender. How do you feel about your team? I feel great. Um, I mentioned at the trade deadline that I was fine staying, standing pat, and that's more or less what we did. We did add like uh, Liriano as a lefty specialist in the pen, but... After that point, like we ended up going out and getting Verlander, so that was that's been a pretty big pickup. He has been lights out since he's been since he's been here. Yeah. Uh, there's questions now. I mean, 
really doesn't matter. But questions now as far as you know who's number one, who's number two in the playoffs between him and Keuchel. I don't care at all. I'm just ready for the postseason. Uh, That's I a great even, problem to have, right? Yeah, I don't even care who we play right now. I just yeah. want to get there. And um, I, I have one gripe to make though. Uh, if I have no idea, how, I'm trying to figure out, still trying to figure out how the scheduling works for the ALDS games because we got tickets to Game One and Game Two. But if I don't know, like one of those Game One, there's a chance, fifty percent chance that it's going to be a day game which I would not be able to make. Oh, so no. if Yeah, so that's all I'm looking at right now. So how it's slated right now is the night game uh, on that day would be between the first-place team and the wildcard team. So that's like my only motivation right now for really going after Indi- the Indians and trying to take over first place again, if, if that gets us that night game, the first game. But so, all selfish reasons, obviously. Yeah, so I, w- I would say, I mean, if you guys are playing either the Red Sox or the Yankees, most likely those games are going to be primetime. So, I hope so. I, yeah. I just don't know. I I don't know. Baseball is weird. I why would they have day games at all like in the playoffs? Not only do no they have sense. yeah, not only do they have day games for playoff games, but it's like on TBS or something. Yeah. Like it's not <laughs> it's even like, on a sports what is channel. Going- yeah. Only four teams make the playoffs anyways in each league, and you can't even, like, <laughs> divvy that up with prime time? Come on, man. Yeah. All right, so let's go to the wild card in the AL. The, the Yankees have their first uh, wild card spot locked up. They're seven games yeah. ahead of the Twins. But yeah. behind the Twins, who are sitting at 78 and 74, you have the Angels one and a half games out, the Rangers two and a half games out, and then you have a plethora of teams within three to four games. Royals, Mariners, Rays, who I think are basically done. I think it's just between the Twins and the Angels at this point. Um, what? Rangers? No? Oh, are yeah. Are you just trying the, to play it down? The Rangers? So the Rangers currently are on a three-game winning streak. There's no yeah. way they're going to win four in a row. So they're already <laughs> done, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, if, if I were an Astros weird, fan, man. though, if I were an Astros fan out of those three teams, I would be most worried about the Rangers. Do you agree? Yeah. No, I agree. They're the most volatile. Um, they're the most. Uh, they could lose three in a row, but they could definitely win three in a row uh, with that offense. It's it's kind of hit or miss. It's very similar to the Astros' offense of like 2014 or 2015, the last time we were in the playoffs. Yep. Just a bunch of home runs, yep. uh, but also a bunch of strikeouts, and so it's kind of those all or nothing games. I just feel like this wildcard is so weird because it seems like none of the teams want it, like. Like KC, Seattle, they're on long with losing streaks. Angels seem to be always like right there around 500, but they can't get over the hump. And I can't believe the Twins are have the spot right now. Yeah, like so Twins yeah, should the, be the, in a rebuilding year. Yeah, the reason why it seems like they don't want it or these teams don't want it is because the Twins definitely are playing better. They're overachieving, overachieving right now. So yeah, yeah, that's why people don't really respect them. The Angels, I think, it's because. Everyone's in the like wait and see boat for the Angels. Like, show me if you're gonna make it. If you're gonna make it, then we'll give you respect, kind of thing. Because yeah. I mean, like Mike Trout, for example, who you know we both agree is the best player in baseball and has been for right. a few years now, but he's only been in the playoffs once in his entire career, and that that's you know like prove oh, it right. to us before. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know he had made it before. Yeah, he's made it once. Um, gotcha. And then the Rangers. They're just like the most up and down team I've ever followed, and 
when I say like three wins in a row, I don't think they can get to four. Like it's a legitimate claim. I don't think (laughs) they've won four games in a row outside of the early um, like win streak they had. But I mean, Cole Hamels is pitching tonight. We hope, yeah, we hope he can bring us four in a row. If he does, then we'll be tied with the Angels most likely. Oh, you're assuming the Angels lose again tonight to the Indians? Yeah, I th- I think the Angels, when it comes down to it, they had so they had the lead last night. I I, I was really watching closely to this game because uh, gotcha. it has a lot of like ramifications for right. the Rangers, but they just can't handle the pressure, and I think that includes Mike Trout. So Mike Trout Ooh. had Mike Trout was the last person to bat last night. They were down one, bottom of the ninth, and yeah. he struck out in three pitches. Two pitches were in the dirt, and I was oh. like, "What? Are you serious?" Wait, yeah. Was there anyone on? Or were bases empty? No, no one was on. Bases were gotcha. empty. Um, in the bottom of the eighth, they pinch hit Pujols, and he hit a home run. And I was like, "Holy crap! Maybe the Angels are gonna win and come back." But then Trout. I mean, I'm a huge Trout fan, but that at bat kind of lost it for me. Oh man! Yeah. Dang. What a huge at bat for his legacy, then, in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Poor guy. So, the Astros, let's go back to your team. Who do you want to play first? Like, let's say, let's say you guys make it to the World Series. Who, which teams do you want to play? In the World Series? The, oh, oh, along the way. Yeah. The division um, and then the championship series. Well, yeah. Definitely, I would want to overtake Cleveland if possible for the number one seed and then play the Twins. <laughs> Assuming okay. the Twins can be the Yankees. I, I think Twins are just trash. I don't think they're good at all. Yeah. Um, and one reason that I would want to get to the first seed besides the scheduling issue would be so I don't have to face both Boston and Cleveland. Prospect of that. Yeah. Um, hopefully they beat each other up a little bit in that first round. But Cleveland right now, they're just they're on fire. Like they, they look unbeatable at the moment. Um, but you never know. Like they might have peaked too early with that twenty plus game win streak, set the record right for AL. Yeah. Um, but in the National League, I don't know. I, I right now all I care about is getting there. Um, and we'll worry about it. if we get there, we'll worry about who we're playing later. Um, but at the same time, no one, no one over there scares me. I know it, this is more prominent in the NBA and. Maybe Timmy can vouch for this, but are you worried about having home court advantage or home field advantage against any of these teams? Like, do you want to go to Boston and play Boston in a, you know, tough game six? Or or how do you feel about home home field advantage in baseball in general? Uh, it's definitely not as big as it is in every other sport. Like, basketball and football are definitely higher on that list. Um, not because of atmosphere, just... I mean, it, it comes down to individual pitchers and individual batters, right? Like, a lot of these guys, especially in the Astros, like, this year we killed it on the road. We were a much better road team. So, in that sense, I'd, I'd almost rather us not have home field advantage. But yeah. um, when it comes to matchups, it's better if you do have it so you play have a chance to play one of the wildcard teams, too. So, um, we're definitely comfortable on the road. Uh, at home, it just feels like we can't score like all the high scoring games i think we averaged like seven runs a game in the first half of the year on the road and so every single game you could pretty much stamp down seven runs so made it really easy on the pitchers Uh, they all got great run support whenever we were away from home um but but you never know like this playoffs it's gonna be 
the first it's the first division win in like 16 years which is crazy to me um that's such a long time and so you never know how these guys are going to handle it or whether they're going to handle it well or not and but as of right now this whole year this Astros team has had really good at bats up and down the lineup which is I think the best thing about this offense it's really patient and uh don't swing at bad pitches uh wait till everything comes back into the strike zone and it just makes a lot ton of contact so I'm hoping for the best yeah, I mean, that 16-year drought is kind of unfair, though, right? Because in the NL Central, they had to go up against the Cubs and the Cardinals year in, year yeah. out. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's It's been a while. I'm, I'm actually very, very intrigued to see how Houston plays as a legitimate contender in the postseason. Because as, you know, last, I think two years ago when they were in it, everyone just felt like, you know, they were ahead of schedule. What yeah. they're playing with was, at the time, house money. And so there weren't any pressure on them. But... You're right. The home and away splits, especially Jose Altuve. Have you seen his splits? Yeah. It's kind of it's absurd. MVP. Yeah, his like yeah. his away his away numbers are like forty five home run ish. Yeah, his home numbers <laughs> like are like four hundred average. Four, yeah. over four hundred average. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it is kind of crazy. Is it something about that park? I've never been in that. Uh, I don't know what it is. I, I think I don't know. I don't know if it's a comfort thing or. I mean, all these guys are young too. So a lot of times, these young players they they get more hyped up on the road. Like they, it's like us against the world type of mentality. You know what I mean? Um, but part of those splits that you just mentioned with Altuve, who should win MVP this year, by the way, is he's so good on the road, which pisses me off even more whenever AJ Hinch sits him on the road. Like if you're gonna give him off day, give him off day at home, not on the road. Like when he's hitting like 450. Yeah. I think Aaron Judge is making a late-season push for that MVP, buddy. Yeah, I just saw that he's up to almost 50 homers, right? Yeah, he's at 45. That's crazy. Yeah. But no, I, I think it's a two base to lose. They owe us for Harden, man. <laughs> Jeez. Carries over. Do you want to do a meal bet on Chris Sale and Corey Kluber? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look into it after this episode. <laughs> I didn't know. I know you were high on Kluber. I didn't know how much of that was due to the recent win streak, but I know Sale, like, he started off amazing. Like, it was his to lose, right, for the first two-thirds of the season, and then Kluber has really come on strong, I think. Yeah, so they're both tied with 17 wins. Obviously, Chris Sale is leading by more than 40 strikeouts because he just hit 300 yeah. last night. And yeah. then, um, but Kluber has, like, a crazy ERA, like, low twos, whereas Chris Sale is Dang. in the high twos. Okay, I'll look at it. Might okay. have another meal bet. All right, cool. Um, with that being said, I just want to say go Rangers tonight. Go for that fourth win in a row. Maybe we can make this uh, wild card interesting. Other than that, I think we're good to go. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Please check us out on Facebook at Six Pennies Podcast. Um, and if you have any extra time, write a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, guys. Thanks.